Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. You are now tuned in to the mother of uh, greatest. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday, y'all. Hey, see? Hey, Lisa, girl, how you doing? It is music to my ears when you say happy Friday. <laughs> girl, you just do not know. Yes, absolutely. I definitely agree. It's been a crazy week, girl. <laughs> yes, honey, yes. Talk that talk because the show has. Absolutely. It was so crazy. You know, baby girl's birthday is this weekend, so she wanted me to pick up a special cake today. Leash, I've been so busy all week. I got in the car. She's like, Mommy, I don't hear any cake dropping. I was like, Oh, Lord. <laughs> you haven't forgot the baby cake. I got to get a different cake. I said, why didn't you remind me? She said, remind you to buy my cake. Okay, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I like, baby girl, too. <laughs> sure does. So I'm going to have to make up for that and get it for tomorrow. It's not to Sunday, but she wanted it somewhere from the job, so I blew that one. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Sorry, baby girl. Oh, unless I make a special trip to the city, I might just have to. You know how she is, my one and only baby girl. I got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get that surprise. What it is is you got her thinking that she ain't getting it. Then when she get it, she going to be like, mommy, watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Message to the man. Right? We can fix that. I got some time. <laughs> well, yeah, because she she not Right, now she thinks she's not getting it. And so now mm-hmm. when she gets it, she's going to be like, oh, my God. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true, that's true, and it's worth it. It really is. So that's a good idea, Lisa. Thanks for dropping that knowledge. That's what partners do. <laughs> that's right. We got a great, great show today on Let's Chat. You know, me and T get on here, and we just get to yapping and a gabbing, and we forget to open the show. Absolutely. You never know. You know, we always have new listeners, so we so appreciate all those that are tuned in. And once again, Alicia and I are still flying high on our win for the best radio talk show. So thank you, everybody, for nominating us, and thanks even more for voting for us. So I'm still flying high on that win. But once again, you are Listening to Let's Chat, we come to you guys live every Thursday and Friday 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Here in this chat, we celebrate literature, and not just literature. We celebrate music, art, anything that's related to our community. They come through the doors and let's chat, and we get to hear their passion behind what it is that they do, and we get to hear firsthand on what it took for them to get to where they are today. So we hope that you guys are all ready to get interact with our fun, intimate, friendly environment with our guests. Like we said, we have a great slew of guests coming through the doors tonight. We have J.M. Benjamin. He's always friend to the show. We love when he comes and grace us with his presence. We also have our Marlene, you know, Leisha and I can mess up a, a name, so when he or she gets in, they're going to make Pass. sure they correct me, but it's <laughs> our Marlene we do. and Nick Haskins. So and Brianna Johnson. Oh, we got four guests tonight. Look at that. Full show, full show. So y'all get ready. And if you want to talk to our guests or just Leisha and I and just shoot the breeze, just question number one, and we'll bring you into the chat room. But other than that, Absolutely. what else is going on, Lee? Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Let's Chat is now on Instagram. Shout out to everybody on Instagram that follows us. I just started the Instagram page. We've already had a Twitter page, so make sure you guys check us out on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter page has always been there. I just don't ever be on Twitter. I know that's bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but our Instagram page is let's underscore chat underscore radio. So make sure you head over to Instagram and check out your girls. Follow us. See what we got going on. Shout out to everybody that has been following us. We got some great follows. Shout out to Christy Lux and uh, the whole Crave Magazine crew, Team Lux. Uh, They were on Sister Circle the other day. Uh, Travis Cure. Um, they were all on their Karis, so they were on there modeling the men's fall fashion. So it was awesome. I'm so proud of them. Happy for Crave Magazine and Lux House. Mm-hmm. They are friends to the show. They're doing some amazing things over there. So like we said, make sure you follow them and see what it is they're doing. They're always putting out new and exciting material. And just they're just fun to follow in general, Lee. Yes, Travis, you know, he's uh, not only just something to look at, you know, I always drop his picture because the ladies love him. He's everybody's favorite MCM, but he's doing his modeling. He's been doing a lot of acting. So shout out to Travis because he's really doing his thing. Mm-hmm. He is, and, you know, he's a friend to the show. He's one of our favorite guests. And he always has a spot with his twizzler sitting here. And you, anytime you come into the chat room and you see something kind of rustle or move and you know that you didn't do it, that's Travis because he's our invisible power. <laughs> <laughs> he's our invisible power hero. So that's just Travis being Travis, moving things around, making sure we know that he's still around. So <laughs> make sure absolutely, you follow what he Absolutely. <laughs> He's getting busy, so I'm trying to get them on the show. He's getting real busy, so I'm trying to get him on the show. But, yeah, shout-out to Travis <laughs> Cure, Chrissy Lux, Karis, the whole Team Lux and Crave Magazine team. We appreciate you guys. You know we love y'all here on Let's Chat. Also, I want to shout-out our sponsors. We have Teresa B. Hall. Who is if you bought that church life, make sure you pick that up because she's working on part three. And we have author Godfrey Nicholson. So shout out to him. Make sure y'all head over to Amazon, grab his great reads. 
He has mm-hmm. moments, pleasure, and violence. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. another one. I'm loving this cover. It's uh, part two, moments of pleasure and violence. Sorry, I misread that. Moments of pleasure and violence, part two. Make sure you guys head over to Amazon, get your one-click popping, and support him. We appreciate everybody that supports Less Chat. If you want to be a sponsor of Less Chat, all you have to do is send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. There is a fee to be a sponsor of the show. We have an individual package, and we have uh, individual and publishing company, company packages for those that have a lot of uh, authors or artists that they want us to shout out um, weekly on our shows. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate our sponsors. We really, really do. We do. And that that, that title to sounds like it's full of some drama leash. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds like a, a must a must read. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna have to talk to him because I like the cover for part two better than the cover for part one. That cover for part mm. two is nice. Mm-hmm. And well, as I know always we book I have to... here. <laughs> right, we are so book bougie. I'm a book snob. Um honestly I am. If it don't if it ain't got that, that got that eye candy effect, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna do it. I... I still love it. <laughs> but as always, I have to shout out my Reese World Publishing family. Make sure y'all head out and pick up Cloud of Judgment 2 by author Byron Carey. Make sure you pick up Love, Truth, and Consequences, the series by author Tasha DeMay. We also have mm-hmm. the fabulous Rosa Arnold, who is our Christian author, and she has The Journeys We Take in Life. And make sure all y'all pick up that bloodstone. They is loving that bloodstone by Arthur Malachi Taylor. You want to talk about a cover leash? I am loving that cover. That that that's just screen drama. But what's between the pages of that cover? You won't find anywhere. So make sure you pick up that bloodstone by Arthur Malachi. It's a good good read, and he's working on some other things. So stay tuned. But what else? Absolutely. And my partner and uh, the CEO of Reese World Publishing, Reese Flint, make sure y'all grab that jug man, gun, gun by, cross out. He's working on cross out two, jug man two. So make sure y'all go and get caught up. Mm-hmm. You know, this this season coming up, I love getting a good, good book when it comes to the, the winter and fall. You know, it's just something about hunkering down and having good food and good read and sometimes even good company on the radio. So make sure you guys follow us and pick up those great reads. And also, one quick our guest tonight, they got some great reads. J.M. Benjamin definitely has a great read that has been shouted out recently, and we're going to hear him talk about that when he comes into the chat room. So sit back, relax, get your red cup because we don't judge, <laughs> and enjoy our <laughs> show tonight. Absolutely, y'all. We are talking that talk about reset and repeat. See, this is the thing. You know, in life, there's always a reset period. There's always a reset period. Um, Sometimes it's a tragic moment. Sometimes, I mean, tragic tragic as far as a death or an illness. 
uh, a divorce, sometimes it's tragic things, things that kind of t- mm-hmm. jolt you a little bit. Sometimes it's small things, um, something maybe not going the way you thought it was going to go, and you got to rethink this and you got to rethink that. But there's always a reset period in your life. And the thing with the reset mm-hmm. period is that you don't want to reset and repeat the same things. You see what I'm saying? You want to reset and then step on to the next level, that platform Mm -hmm. that drops down for you to move over to the next level because now that you've reset, it's time to move forward. And a lot of times when you move forward, everybody with you is not going to go. Everybody with you at that Mm -hmm. one level, they're not going with you when you go over unless you're repeating. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot mm-hmm. of times we get caught in repeat. We're constantly repeating the same things, the same relationships, just different men, the same relationships, just different females. I mean, mm-hmm. the same habits as far as health, the same habits as far as exercising. You exercise for a little bit, the next thing you know, boom, you're back to the same thing. You die for a little bit, next thing you know, boom, you're back to the same thing. So I want us for 2018, which is coming fast and hard, I want us to reset but not repeat. I want us to reset and walk through ready for whatever is coming next. Mm-hmm. And also, and expecting different results once you continually reset and repeat. You know, those results are not going to change until you change. So if you want different results, better results, you have to do something different and on, instead of going back to the same old thing, just recycling the same old thing. So reset and move on. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And um, also, see, change is not easy, though. And see, mm-hmm. you can't change is part part of healing. And you can't heal in the same environment you were broken in. And on top of that, even like in relationships, when two broken people come together in a relationship, once you guys heal or one person heals, that relationship is going to fall apart because it wasn't put together right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you are whole before you enter into a lot of different things. And I think that's one of the things we don't do. We think we got chemistry. And so we got chemistry with everybody. You can walk down the street and find five people you got chemistry with. You see what I'm saying? Five people you got Mm -hmm. a connection with. But the problem is moving forward in any relationship, you have to be whole. Um, And we're having a great show in December, and we're going to talk about that. And mm-hmm. it's going to be our last show uh, of 2017, y'all, but it's going to be on point. And men, make sure it's it's okay. We're not man bashing, but y'all can call in. Y'all can come on and, and, and you know, listen and share because it's important. Women are important. It's, it is a female um, empowerment Mind, body, and show. Uh, mind, body, and soul segment. So make sure you guys get ready uh, December the 14th. It's going down. We about to talk from everything from baby dolls on up, y'all. It's it's going down. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I really, really am. You know, we're having um, Honey Bee, which is author Mary B. Morrison. She's going to come on, mm-hmm. and we're also going to have Dr. Deborah Bernal. 
uh, on as mm-hmm. well. She'll be on on the 14th. It's going to be our Mind, Body, and Soul segment, ladies. Just going down. Bring your pencils, your pads, your tissues. We about to walk into 2018, and there will be no stopping us. Stilettos moving strong. <laughs> awesome. That sounds like a very empowering show. And anytime Honeybee comes on the show, she always empowers. Just just when she her presence alone, you get to feel her strength and what it is that she believes in, and she wants her fellow women to believe in themselves as well. And and back to what you were saying, Lee. Sometimes you have to step back and get to know yourself and get to grow yourself in order to to move forward. That's that reset button that we're talking about here on this chat. You have to sometimes just be still and reset and don't jump, keep jumping from situation to situation because you don't have a chance to settle within yourself and know yourself and know where you want to go and how you have to get there. So that reset is such a key component, not just for computers, but for us as well. Absolutely. Making sure that you have your vision set, your, your, your vision, your goals, you know, your purpose. What is your purpose? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? I think that is important as women for us to make sure um, that we have those things in mind. We have our eye on a special ball. It can't just be us pouring into other people, which is what we tend to do all the time. We tend to pour mm-hmm. into everybody else, our our men, our children, the house, the this, the that. We pour into everything else, and we have nothing to pour into for ourselves. And so sometimes a lot of women get lost. You get lost in your kids' world. You get lost in your man's world. I mean, it's easy to get lost in something that has nothing to do with you. Until one day mm-hmm. you look up and you're like, girl, you're about to be 45. What is you doing? But it's just, but it happens. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. times we women are guilted Um They're meant to feel guilty whenever they have a selfish moment. I don't think there's anything Mm -hmm. wrong with a woman being selfish. Selfish about herself, Mm -hmm. what she wants, what she needs, where she's going. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're we're guilted. You know, how can you choose yourself over your husband, yourself over your kids, yourself over this, yourself over that? Because if you don't, you will be a, just a dead walking vessel with nothing on the inside, but you're just walking around pleasing everybody else. But yourself. And I'm going to be interested to hear JM's take on that because, you know, we we kind of got a feel on how us as women feel. But to, to delve into to how a man feels about that and how he feels about resetting and, and, and knowing what he wants, I'm going to be interested to hear what. He says, because, you know, J.M. keeps it real, Lee. He really does. He really keeps does. It real. So, yes. <laughs> he keeps I mean, it all the way real. And, it's, it's, and just to get that man's point of view, you know, mm-hmm. for him to. Exactly. Because a lot of times, if we think about it, men do more of the repeating than we do. We repeat, but they repeat things often, things that shouldn't be repeated. But they're constantly repeating. And I, and I think mm-hmm. it's all because it comes from when we were younger. You know how how we're programmed, how we're cha- how we're trained. All of that comes from um, 
when we're when we're young, when we're small, when we're growing up, the things that we see, you know, the things that we mm-hmm. see, the things that we hear, all of those things help form us. And I think that it mm-hmm. crippled us in the same um, aspect. So I'm excited to get him and Nick Haskins' um, mm-hmm. male point of view on this. We got our first mm-hmm. two lovely guests. We got Brianna Johnson or Marlene Rush. I want to think. I think it should be R E, Marlene Rush. But you know, we could tear her name up, so we are gonna make sure we clear when they step exactly. into the chat room, so we can be clear on what her name is. Welcome, ladies. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to this chat, and we apologize if we jacked up any names, but we're known for that, so we apologize. It's fine. <laughs> I will tell I will jack a name up in a minute. So for all of those that do not know you and they do not know your work, tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh and your literary journey. We're gonna start with author Marlene Rush. Okay. Well hi. Um I'm R Milan. Like a Oh, see? Yeah, Marlon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's R Milan Rush. Um, that name is actually a name that I had set aside for a future daughter. Things didn't work out as planned, so, you know, I figured, hey, I have this name that I haven't had a chance to use. Let me use that Mm -hmm. as my pen name for my erotica. So that's how that name came about. Um, Let's see. Yes, Yes. she's fast, Uh, hunty. Yes, she is fast. Yes, that's just that was a name that I just loved. Um, the R actually stands for Remy, and uh, mm-hmm. her nickname was going to be Remy Ma. So that was the whole oh. story behind that name. That's what we were going to call I her like. if I had had a daughter. So, <laughs> But uh, I've been writing for, gosh, as long as I can remember. Um, I've always loved English. And, of course, you know, when you love English in school and you love language arts, it kind of translates into – you know, wanting to write, wanting to see how much you can create on your own. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm quite sure I was probably fourth, fifth grade maybe, writing stories, short stories, little novels, um, things that my friends and family read, and they were like, ooh, when are you going to write the next thing? Let me see the next thing. Are you currently writing something? So I always grew up hearing that kind of stuff. And then, of course, my English teachers, you know, anytime we had some kind of creative writing assignment, you know, they were like, okay, Nika, we know you're going to come with something that's going to blow our minds. And, of course, being the person that I am, kind of an overachiever, I made sure I delivered. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just throughout school and high school, you know, I've always had little things that were entered into competition, placed first or second, things like that. Mm -hmm. So once I graduated, um, I kind of put the pen down for a little while because I wanted to, you know, get out there in the real world work, but I did poems here and there for family members on special occasions. And then, of course, I had a couple cousins that were like, hey, you know, have you written anything lately? So, you know, I started writing here and there, and they read stuff, and they were like, look, Nika, you really need to publish. So in 2014, I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and take this leap of faith. Let me put my work out there and see if everybody else can feel and see what I'm thinking and feeling when I put pen to paper. So that's how the Honeypot Chronicles were born. Oh. So 
Absolutely. We're going to talk about these covers in a minute because, you know, I don't know if you heard, but see, T and I, we are book bougie. We are all about the eye candy. You know, them them covers <laughs> is part of the eye candy. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. We got the fabulous <laughs> Brianna Johnson. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. Hi. Well, I um I have three beautiful kids. And my journey actually just started. So Framed um, is my first book, and I just had it published in August. And so I've got a couple open projects that I'm working on. So it's it's a new journey for me, not many years into it. You know, I just started this year. So it's been a fun journey so far, and I plan on going a lot further with it. So it's it's been exciting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, awesome. we love it. We love it. I met her um, publisher for the first time at the yeah. uh, MVP Awards last <laughs> weekend or the weekend before. Awesome, 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 y'all! Make sure y'all go out and network when they have awards, book signings, anything where there's an author coming through. That's that's networking time. Go out there, and network, meet people, shake hands. Hey, how you doing? It's all part of that literary move. Yes, ma'am. Now, ladies, what was the hardest part of stepping into the writing world? Um, That day you decided to pin your first book, what was the hardest part of that journey, of starting that journey, rather? We'll start with, um, uh, Brianna, because she's the newest author. <laughs> um, I would have to say it's probably, you know, after writing it wasn't as as hard as I thought. It was more of I I didn't even plan to be an author. It was kind of I fell into it. So I was looking for a good book to read, and I couldn't find one. So I sat down and I wrote my own and. Now I've now that I'm in the author world, I've realized that promoting and going to the events and, you know, with three kids, that kind of makes it hard. But I have now figured out a balance between that. But I'd have to say that is the that is one thing I didn't expect going into it. And now mm-hmm. I'm learning. And my publisher has been, oh, man, she's so amazing because she has guided me so well and been a great friend and mentor because. I I was lost, and so now I'm getting the hang of it. I feel like, <laughs> and so it's it's that would probably have to be the biggest challenge for me, is you know getting out there in the world. And you know I'm a bubbly person already, but having to mm-hmm. be the people person that I haven't ever had to be is is one thing that's kind of hung up on me a little bit. <laughs> You'll get through it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, you were will. And Marlon? Well, um, I agree with um, what the other author just said. Um, is it Brianna? Is that what it is? I'm yes, sorry, I'm have. probably butchering. <laughs> okay, I agree with her. I have an eight-year-old, and um, I work full-time at a nuclear facility. So having to travel and make time to go to book signings and just finding them because I'm in South Carolina. So we don't really have a whole lot of things like within the state of South Carolina. So I've mostly had to travel to North Carolina and next year I'm looking forward to going to the Atlanta kickback. So that's one of the things that's been hard for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing that I've had a little issue with is 
you know how you spend so much time creating the characters, getting to know them, fleshing them out, writing the story, just pouring your heart and soul into it. Once you get mm-hmm. the, the story done, now it's, oh, my gosh, now I have to edit it. And, of course, you get it edited, and then you get it back, and then it's, you got to take a deep breath because now you're getting ready to release it to the world. So it's almost mm-hmm. like you're putting your naked self out there for people to pretty much judge and criticize your work. And if you don't have a yeah. tough skin, that can yeah. really sting. Um, I do have yeah. a, a tough skin, but, again, since I poured my heart and soul into it and I'm giving it my everything, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes if somebody says something, not necessarily bad, just, well, you know, you're like, well, that's not how I saw it, da 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 da, da. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just try not to take the criticism and stuff personal and instead making that something that you can grow from in the next book. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's been one of my things, releasing my babies out into the world so everybody else can enjoy them and hopefully see and feel what I saw and felt while I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Tony, and I'm going to ask uh, Brianna, since she's the new author, you know, I, we love having uh, seasoned authors as well as new authors at the same time because you kind of get a feel <laughs> of, of both. But being that you're a new author, has it been everything that you thought it would be being an author? No, it's really not. And the crazy part is it's it's way better than I ever thought it could be because it's more exciting and then like you know, like the other author said, it's it's kind of like you, you create this baby and you're putting it out there for the world to see and you're mm-hmm. you know, you're expecting great feedback and it's not always gonna be great. But mm-hmm. that is the you know, it's the highlight of the moment and so it's it's literally nothing that you think it's gonna be. I thought it was, mm-hmm. you know, write a book, put it out there, be done, you know, and then, you know, write another book. But it's meeting mm-hmm. people, it's, you know, getting feedback, growing, you know, writing in different mm-hmm. genres and it's so much more than I ever expected it to be, but I love it. It's more it's more exciting than I ever imagined it could be. Mhm. And for Milan, being that you're our season author, is it still everything that you thought it would be? Oh, yes, ma'am. I absolutely mm-hmm. love getting out there. I love meeting the people. I love talking to people. Um, I love when writers and other people that um, are in the publishing industry, we can all sit down and chop it up like equals. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've noticed that there's been a lot of, I don't want to say backbiting, but it's a lot of drama within certain genres. Mm-hmm. But it's always right. nice to see a group of us come together and chop it up and try to, you know, build each other up and say, hey, you know, I noticed that you've been doing this. Why don't you try mm-hmm. this because this worked for another author of mine or, you know, hey, you know, you can go see this person and, you know, you know that you're, giving, you're getting feedback and you're getting help. And um, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I enjoy so much about writing is just meeting the different people and, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, connecting, finding other people right. that have similar interests. And you can feed right. off each other's energy. So that's always great, always. Right. Absolutely. And you, this is so funny. And you mentioned that you were going to do the Atlanta kickback. I'm sorry, Leisha. Leisha and I were at the last one, and, and that place was just filled with networking. You can feel the energy and everyone connecting. So venues like that, 
you know, meeting people of like mind is so important just to keep that it is. that positive energy. And like you said, to feed off someone that has the same, you know, goal as you have. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you need somebody that's either on your level to help push you, and then you need that person that's, you know, that's been on your level and now they've elevated to the next level because they can reach mm-hmm. back and help you get up to that level where they're at. And that's like really important to me, always trying to help the next person because, you know, you were once that person that's trying to get up to where you're at now. So I love seeing that among authors and publishers. It is a wonderful feeling. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned about living in South Carolina. Um, Marlon, there's an event, a book event, that's going to the first annual book festival, the Literary Affair. It's going to be in Gaffney, South Carolina, March 9th through the 10th. And they still have tables oh. available if you're interested in going to a book event in your area. Most definitely. Now, I knew about one in Clemson. I am going to that one. I want to say that's in December. And mm-hmm. that's in Clemson. But, uh, yeah, I I'm, in, about I'm in, in South Carolina. That's what I heard oh, about okay. the Clemson one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go so the, this Carolina. one is going to be the literary <laughs> affair. Miss um, Author T, who is on Facebook, um, they have so many authors that'll be there. Great networking experience. Um, they have special guest authors. The early bird special. The t- single tables are one thirty. Uh, Two author tables are 150. Vendor tables are 130. And then if you're a publisher and you have uh, want to bring your team, that's 300. But it's going to be at Jasmine's, and that's at 703 Chesapeake. I'm sorry, Cherokee mm-hmm. Avenue, Gaffney, South Carolina. Sure. So it is going to be in South okay. Carolina, March 9th through the 10th, 2018. I'll make sure that I share that flyer so you ladies can check that out. If you are interested, make sure you hit oh, up Miss Author T. That's great, yeah, definitely. All right, I got that written down. I, I'm definitely going to check that out because I'm always looking for, you know, that new opportunity to meet new authors and whatnot, so. I'm and y'all can network here. together and get the yeah. co-op table, split the fee, sell books together. Boom. Now you got uh, a networking writing mate in your state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, cool. Like I said, I, I, I'm surprised to hear that you're from South Carolina because it doesn't seem like <laughs> there's a whole lot of us from South Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's really different. Yeah, because there's not really that many. You know, I go to these small events, like any kind of fair or, I mean, anything that I can get my hands on. Flea markets, Mm -hmm. I go to everything. And so in South Carolina, Mm -hmm. there really isn't a lot. So I have to branch out to Georgia or North Carolina or even Mm -hmm. Virginia. Yes, ma'am, I'm right there with you. I know your pain. (laughs) I'm going to have to add you on Facebook. (laughs) Yes, ma'am, we're definitely going to have to chop it up one day. Yeah. One day very soon. I love it. I love it. (laughs) See, this is what it's all about. This is why we do what we do. Make sure that we, you know, we're out here because, when I started in the like reading and getting into the, there weren't a lot of events. There were just a few, and I think next mm-hmm. year's most events that I've seen in a while for me. Um, there, mm-hmm. there still are those mainstream events like the romance um, conferences and things of that nature. They have the um, 
which I believe is in North Carolina or South Carolina, the um, Christian Readers Conference, I believe, was last week or is coming up. So they have Mm -hmm. those kind of conferences, but we don't see, you know, or hear about a lot of them, but there are so many. Mm -hmm. I think there are two in March, um, April. You got the Sisters on Lit, which is uh, a shout-out to Papaya. May. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tamika Newhouse added um, different events come, going up to the AANBC Awards. There's two mm-hmm. literary okay. awards next June. I mean, there are events. I moved my event to 2019 to February because I'm like, well, I, I'm behind because it's so <laughs> many. I got to get a, a, a have a fresh start. So I changed my event, my eat and greet, into March. Uh, to February of 2019 because there were so many events next year, and I'm excited yeah. that there are those many events. Me too. Definitely. I'm hoping to make a lot of them. Hoping, fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exciting. That's great. That's great. I love it. And you know, Lisa and I started off in a book club online. That's how we met. So the, mm-hmm. the love of literature is out there. You just have to know where to look, and, and like, word of mouth is so key. Not yes, just in talking about books, but just talking about life in general. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. I totally agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. let's talk balance, because I know Brianna said that the hardest thing with her was balance. So, yeah. Marlon, how do you balance everything? How do you balance being a mom, having a life? You work at a nuclear plant, which most likely is a very uh, demanding job of your time. How do you balance everything? I have to schedule. I have to schedule my writing. Um, my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I well, first of all, I work second shift, so my shift is mm-hmm. pretty much two forty-five to ten forty-five. So. I really don't get to interact with my daughter as much as I would like to. So I only write Monday through Friday. On the weekends, if I do anything, it's just maybe promoting or scheduling or trying to find events to go to or maybe mm-hmm. making orders for, you know, uh, flyers, books, bookmarks, you know, swag items, stuff like that is what I do on Saturday and Sunday. So that way I have that time to spend with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, most mm-hmm. of my writing, when I do it through Monday through Friday, I do it after I get home from work. So from about 12 to about 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, that's my writing time. And then I also have an app on my phone that whenever I have mm-hmm. some free time at work, I pull out my phone, boot up that app, and then I do my writing that way. And then that way I can email it to myself and then copy and paste mm-hmm. it into my novel once I get home. So I just try to find little times to write in between the two hours that I spend every night, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday, to write. Um, and as far as my job goes, uh, as far as, like, having to work overtime, sometimes Wait, I work 12 to 16 say, hours. Uh, you said, uh, <laughs> before you said anything. Huh? You, you said, uh, before you said anything. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. My job. We know the feeling. I love my job to death, but man, they be dragging me with these twelve and sixteen hour days when we have like mm-hmm. our busy shipping season. 
Oh, man, it's almost mm-hmm. like, hey, Nika, can you come in four hours early? Hey, Nika, can you do a double shift today? Hey, Nika, hey, Nika, hey, Nika. I'm just like, ugh, need to change my name. <laughs> but, you know, I love writing so much, and I've got to make a living. So, you know, I you know, I do my best to try to schedule everything so I can get a little something done and get, you know, mm-hmm. closer to my goals. So, you know, so far it's been working for me. Knock on wood, you know. I know, right? <laughs> got to keep it going. And Brianna, how yes, have you been able to manage and, and balance yourself as as a new Well, author? recently, you know, your subject is talk about reset and repeat, and that's that's what's happened to me recently. Is my mom, who is like, oh man, she's like the rock of my family, and she has been sick, and uh, she's had a bunch of surgeries, and so. I have actually had to take myself out of the author world for a little while and focus on my mom and my kids, and now I'm able to reset because she's getting better. Thank the Lord she's getting better. And so my my writing time now is, you know, when my kids go to bed, I write. I, I start my, you know, I turn my fireplace on, and I curl up on the couch, and I write from the minute they go to bed until the minute my husband gets home from second shift. And mm. I do that every night. And so when my kids are in the bed, that's that's my my time. And uh, especially on the weekends, too. Everybody's like, you don't mm. want to go out and, and party or anything? And I'm like, no, I'd rather just write a book. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's hard to balance with kids. And um, mm-hmm. I always make mm-hmm. sure that I keep a notebook with me and a pen. And so during the day while I'm out and about, with my kids, mm-hmm. if I have an idea or something I need to write down, I write it down. And that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much how I have to balance everything with kids and then my mom being sick. And and now I'm able to reset and get back on the right track. Mm. That's awesome. Absolutely. This is, yes. Now, this is Tony. You know, as women, we, I'm not sure how much of the top of the show you got, you may be served, but we have a lot on our plate. And being an author and being a mom and going out to work, you know, it, it can be very draining, but through it all, I'm going to ask you, Brianna, first, what has been the strength that you learned about yourself on this on this journey that you've uh, partaken? Wow, that's a really good question, because it's, it's literally, I have had moments, and I'm sure every author has, where you put the pen down and you have to walk away, and mm-hmm. you just, mm-hmm. whenever you go to pick that pen back up, your mind has mm-hmm. to be in the right place because if you've got stuff going on, it's you you try to write and it does not come out the way you want it, so it's frustrating. Right. So it's literally you have to. I've learned that's that's one of the struggles that I have struggled with is is being able to pick that pen up when I can and know when not to pick that pen up. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. in and with future references, it's kind of like. As a new author, I struggle with meeting new authors because I always get a little intimidated by them because, you know, it's, man, these people have been doing this for many years, and I want to get there. Mm-hmm. I have a goal. I want to be, you know, I want to be huge one day. And so right. when I meet them and they've been doing this for years, I kind of clam up a little bit, and I'm like, wow, you're a star to me. <laughs> so... <laughs> So coming stuff. on here with another author who's been doing it since I think you said 2014 and been writing forever, you know, it's like, 
wow, that is great. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to be doing this until I can't write no more, you know? Mm-hmm. So I it's the same way. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and my mom, what, well, what tip have you found about yourself? I'm sorry, Nish. <laughs> Go ahead, see. Oh, um, oh, okay. Um, what I have learned about myself since I have started publishing is I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I want that that number one spot. I want that bestsellers list. So I've mm. discovered that when I focus on something and I want it, I can almost see it and feel it, feel that book. I know that mm-hmm. I can focus and that I can do what I put my mind to. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you think you want something and then you start working towards it and then you get bored with it and then you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I don't. With writing, totally different. Yeah, I mm-hmm. am determined to see my books in the top three, all three of them, one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. I want mm-hmm. to be that that writer that dominates um, the list, mm-hmm. and I and mm-hmm. I'm quite sure all authors want that. But it, I myself have learned that when I really want something, if I'm hungry enough for it, I can get there, and I will mm-hmm. get there. So it's helped me build mm-hmm. up a confidence in myself. So and you know, writing important. is the best thing that's happened to me. I, I will say that it is the best thing that happened to me. Wow, that's powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question, ladies. I want you guys to tell uh, tell us a little bit about your current books. Um, we'll start with Brianna. Tell us a little bit about Frames um, and okay. the action behind your pen. Well, um, my book is called Framed, and it's actually a mystery suspense novel. And so basically, a guy, he um, he's graduating high school, and he has his first crush, and then he gets framed for a murder that he didn't commit. And he goes to jail, and his one goal when he gets out is to find out who the actual murderer is. And Ooh. he goes through, and he teams up with a local lawyer, and he's trying to find out who actually committed the murder and free his name. And so the inspiration actually came from, I, I love murder mystery. You know, I love anything that can keep me on my toes. I like horror movies. You know, I, I'm the type of person where let me, I want to figure it out before it tells me what it is. And so that's, that was my inspiration behind it is I want to write a book where people are guessing the entire time, and at the end, I twist it so badly that they they don't see it coming. And Ooh. that's where I kind of get my, you know, that's where I love to write is I love to see the faces and hear the feedback when they get done with it. I, you know, a couple of them will say, "I never seen that coming," and so that's that's awesome to me. That's what I want. I want them to be mm-hmm. guessing and on the edge of their seat the whole time. And that's what you Ooh. are with Framed. You are constantly guessing, and you're constantly on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a standalone or a series? It is a series. So I um I just got the cover back. We're going to actually be releasing it in a few days. And so Frame 2 is on its way. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And tell us about the Honeypot Chronicles. I'm excited okay. to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. Y'all, she's fast. Huh? She's fast. Oh, yes, I'm fast. Um, 
the Honeypot Chronicles, the whole idea behind that is, you know how people like to say, write with write what you know and write about mm-hmm. what you like? Well, <clears throat> well all right, in my too, 38 honey, years, you better talk about it. <laughs> in my 38 years, <laughs> I have seen a lot and I've done a lot and I've mm-hmm. also fantasized about a lot. So, with the Honeypot Chronicles, it's just pretty much kinky snapshots of grown mm. adults doing the grown-up. And then, of course, oh. you know, you have a little sprinkle of BDSM, which seems to be somewhat popular nowadays. And then mm-hmm. you have, of course, your uh, group activity, as I'm going to call it. <laughs> your groups, you have, you know, male, male, female, male, female, mm-hmm. you know, um, male, mm-hmm. female, female. And then, of course, you know, I also add a couple little I call it whimsical because there's two particular stories where um, you're not quite sure if the person that's actually in the scene is an actual mm-hmm. real person or is it mm-hmm. their imagination. So um, mm-hmm. the whole idea was to try to touch on everything so there's a little variety, a little something that should catch somebody's attention. You, sh- you should be able to find a story that you would like within those pages. Um, I oh. kept the books kind of small because I also want the men to be interested in the books. And I actually have had a couple of men that have bought my books. And, of course, they told me it was for their girlfriends. But then their girlfriends, <laughs> you know, messaged me on Facebook and me like, you know, hey, I got a picture to send you. And then they'll send me the picture. And it's actually their husband or boyfriend reading the books. All right so, now. Yes, ma'am. I'm just like, oh, okay. Mm, I see where you at. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I just decided to write about what I knew and what I like to do. So. Oh, well, all right, right now. honey. Ain't no wrong with it. Yes. Ain't no wrong with it. All right. <laughs> well, but we yes, like to end up wrap our interviews up with a fun question now, uh, and I'm. My mind is all over the place with something for these ladies, Lee. But I'm going to start with Miss Milana because she already got my curiosity peaked. But it's <laughs> going to have a different spin on it for you tonight, Milana. Now you oh, have okay, a, I'm ready. So you have a marshmallow, and I want uh-huh. you to make this marshmallow into your lead character in a fame of 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 honey pot. Four. We're just going to say four. So it's had its own platform. So create a, a sexy scene with this marshmallow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> For a little clarification, <laughs> is this marshmallow symbolic of a body type or is it an actual marshmallow? Ooh. Yeah, you can put a whole new spin on it. It can be whatever <laughs> you want it to be. It's whatever <laughs> I want it to be. <clears throat> Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and one more question. How long do I have to, you know, do this theme right quick? Uh, <laughs> how long? What's our time, Leash? <laughs> you ain't got that long, Cece. Um, oh, man. I, I could go so many directions with this, and I tend to get a little detailed. That's why I was asking. Okay. <clears throat> so Daddy walks in the room, and I see him come in. He's got on his slacks. He's got on his suspenders with his pinstripe shirt unbuttoned, 
And I also see that he has his right arm sleeve rolled up because I see that he has the flogger. So I run to him. I hold him. Daddy, is that for me? He's so soft. Always pictured him as my marshmallow. And, of course, Blair, when I put him in my mouth, he's going to melt just like a marshmallow over an open flame, the fire in my mouth. Lay down on the bed, baby girl. I do as I'm told. He presses up against me, and I feel the softness of his thighs. Yes, he's a little on the chunky side, but damn it, that's my teddy bear. That's my marshmallow, and I know nobody else better try to eat or touch my marshmallow. Please key it up, girl. Key it up. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> key it up. <laughs> well, all righty then. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right now. Okay, when can we one-click that? <laughs> yeah, when will oh, that be complete? I have a little. Um, man, about uh, three weeks. I can get you in about three weeks. I'm actually working on a fourth honey pot book, just to throw it out there. Um, uh-huh. It's more like the, I don't want to say it's dark, and I don't want to say it's taboo erotica, but it's the kind of erotica that you kind of look at and you be like, mm, I don't know, but damn it, I'm so curious. I need to, I need to at least read one or two pages to see what it's about, uh-huh. and then you find out that you end up liking it, all because it made mm. you just a little bit. Uh, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't, but I am going to. <laughs> That's the kind of reaction that I want when people pick up that book. Mm. See, we love stirring up juices here on Let's Chat, right, Lee? <laughs> Absolutely. Stir them up. Stir them up. Them up. Them and Brianna, up. do what now? Your turn. Do you? Oh, my <laughs> turn. Oh Lord. <laughs> Let's see. Do I? Do you want me to do it in the erotica sense too? Well, well, your genre is murder mystery, right? Yeah, mystery yeah, suspense. Okay, mystery. Give, give us give us something with a marshmallow with uh, murderous mm. intentions. <laughs> Oh, let's see. That's going to be hard. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> An erotic murder mystery. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, what's funny is, is I'm actually Death writing something kind of like that. Okay, I got you. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. So the detective, he walks in the room, and he notices on the bed that a woman is sprawled out naked. And all he sees is a and written in blood on the wall is her name. And so he leaves the room and he goes back out and he sees whips and floggers all over the floor. And so his first thought is that maybe she's a prostitute. But he looks in her wallet and that's in her purse that's on the floor. And the first thing that he finds is her ID and some money and a marshmallow. And so his first response is, where would she go to get a marshmallow? And he traces her steps back for the next few days, and it turns out that the killer is somebody who always places a marshmallow somewhere in the scene. Ooh. Mm. I like that, honey. Okay. I like that. I like that. 
All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right, ladies. We got those creative juices flowing here in the chat room. Yes, <laughs> ma'am, y'all it. certainly do. <laughs> oh, well, man, I'm going to be looking for death by lust, Brianna. You ain't got to give me no coin. Just a little shout out and the acknowledgments will do, you know. Just shout me out again. <laughs> of course. I hear you. <laughs> oh, that, those were great, ladies. We loved them. I'm sure our listeners loved them as well. But before you leave the chat room, once again, thank you so much for sharing some of your busy time with Lisa and I here on Let's Chat. Let's shout out the social media handles and anywhere they can get your work and what you have coming up. Let's start with Miss Marshmallow with the flogger, Marlon. <laughs> All right. Um, well, on Instagram and Twitter, I am Ms., and that's with a Z, Honeypot C. That's my handle on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, I have um, a author page, of course, R. Milan Rush. And then you can mm-hmm. also look me up on my regular personal page, which is Yannika, A-Y-N as in Nancy, E-K-A, Scott. And, of course, my book can be found online at all the major retailers. Get them one clicks going. Um, mm-hmm. There was something else I meant to say. Um also, I do have paperbacks available, so if you would like an autographed copy, please get in touch with me by one of the social media sites, and I will gladly autograph it for free and mail it out to you. Um, like I said, I do have another honeypot book that's in the works. It's, again, not quite what you call dark erotica, but like I said, it's the kind of erotica that's going to make you kind of think twice but then still want to read it just to see what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. I've also been asked to do a honeypot book that's more focused on the love and romance aspect of sex as opposed to just straight to the point. Mm-hmm. So I have been asked to do that. That's going to be another one that's in the works. And then I also have three separate projects that are erotica that I'm going to be releasing throughout the first part of next year under my government name, Yannicka Scott. So stay tuned. I got mm-hmm. that fire for y'all that I'm going to be releasing here shortly. Awesome. Yeah, I got a title oh, for you too. Yeah. I got a title for you too. Gold I'm Rush. <laughs> That's right. Gold, Gold Rush. Rush. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's either gonna be a book. Cause you know we we sit we, we sit on we we sit on a million bucks now. You know we sit on some some <laughs> something better than oil. You don't to give I me no points for that. Just a little bit of acknowledgement. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I got you. I got you, ma'am. Awesome. And where can we, we appreciate find you guys. You guys um, so I'm, on, I, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under author Brianna Johnson. And my mm-hmm. book is available on Kindle, Amazon. I also have them on hand. And we just put my um, my first book framed under Kindle Unlimited. So it is free to anybody under Kindle Unlimited. And then if you would like a signed copy, I can mail it out anywhere. Um, and I'm also working on book two. So if you're also following following me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, you can see the new cover that's going to be released soon. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll have a release date soon for everybody. Awesome. We have so enjoyed you, ladies. Thanks for joining us tonight. And 
this is your home. You're welcome back. Anytime you want to share some upcoming juicy material or just come through and say hey to me and Lisa, you are always welcome. Well, thank, thank you, you so very much me. for having us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's been nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So we will see y'all in 2018 when y'all okay. So when them two books come out, just just let us know and we'll have you on less chat. And we'll you know we'll have a good old time. We're gonna celebrate. That's right. This, this, this is my second right. time, so I plan right, on being be back awesome. a third time. Absolutely. All right, ain't nothing wrong with it. We'll be right here waiting on you. Thank you, okay, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. You have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love it when the ladies come in. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it when the ladies come in the chat room. But I love it Mm -hmm. even more when the fellas come in the chat room. And we're about to kick Mm -hmm. it up and kick up some dust in the chat room with author Nick Haskin. Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to the chat room. Good. Glad to be here with you ladies tonight. Well, we're glad you are here. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and the passion behind your pen. Okay. My name is Nick Haskins. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Um, I just released my fourth novel in August of this year, 2017, Betrayed. Um, I was born and raised in Toledo. I always wanted to be like a soap opera or a film writer or a TV writer or something to that effect. But it just kind of just snowballed into books. So I wrote my first book in 2009, and I crafted it into 2011. Um, it's called On the Edge of Heat. It's like a black soap opera, I call it. I'm set out in L.A. And then my next book came from um, an article that I was trying to get into Nori's publication, her strawberry letters called Jamal. It's an erotica. It's all about uh, sexual fi- uh, fiction. So kind of an erotic story. And then I have my husband's wife that came out in 2013. It's about a husband that's madly in love with two different wives at the same time. And then Betrayed is my new book. Um, that one is where a uh, father falls, or excuse me, a son falls in love with his father's new wife. Oh, you just full of drama. <laughs> oh, I try to stay full. <laughs> I try. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yes. Thank you. Now, when you decided to sit down and write, tell us what was going on in Nick's world. What was going on in your world that made you say, I'm about to sit down and do this? Um, when I first originally started, I've always written since I was around 17. I started, um, but I kind of stopped, you know, you trying to get off into other things. But around 2009, I looked at, I was reading a Mary B. Morrison book. I worked in the call center at the time. And I just got so inspired. I just wanted to craft the story the way she had crafted the story that I was reading at my, my job. So I decided to go home. And ever since that day, I've just been so passionate about it, just so wanted to get the stories out, wanted to entertain my audience, my readers, or whatever the case. And that's what makes me, that's what drives me right now, just wanting to, to be the best that I can be and entertain who's ever reading or watching, or whatever the case. So that keeps me going. That's my drive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, this is Tony Nick. You seem to have, I mean, what is the, the common factor in the book that you've written? Because they seem to, to have a little bit different genre. Am I, am I like, picking that up, right, correctly? Um, Not so much so. Um, On the Edge of Heat, the first one, and My Husband's Wife, and Betrayed, I consider all African-American fiction. 
And I just have the little okay. erotica, the second one that I really, for all African-American fiction or just regular fiction, drama, and lots mm-hmm. and lots of drama, lots of, of cliffhangers and things like that. Okay. So, so now, does your passion yeah. lie more with the, with the fiction, or did you enjoy dabbling in the uh, sexual fiction, erotical <laughs> fiction? I didn't really the, the erotical one. I always shy away from because that's so not me. That, that's different from from what I would usually do. I just had so many stories that I was trying to get into her publication. So that's where that one came uh-huh. from. But I shy away from that. Even when I'm editing my books and it's like I come to the sex scene, even when it's just me by myself, I just like cringe and start blushing and all that stuff because I just I shy. I just oh, it just it just like runs through me when I read that. So it's, uh, it's kind of tough. Uh-huh. When writing it is cool, but reading it is like, oh my uh, god. You know, I don't believe that. Uh-uh. I don't believe that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Try it again. Try it again. Cause see, you ain't get here from cringing. I'm just saying, you got. <laughs> yes, yes, it was just now, like that's the one that seemed like they always want to talk about the erotic, and I'm like, no, not that one. Why not? You wrote it. Hey, everything you write is a part of you. So if you wrote it, mm-hmm, you the freak is in there. You're just trying to hide it, be all conservative. That's okay. We understand. We'll let you be conservative today. <laughs> now, Nick, this is Tony, and I'm not sure how much of our last interview you heard, but the ladies, they held their own. And you have, I don't know if you heard Miss. Milan, and I'm hoping I'm still pronouncing her name right, just mm-hmm. to put it down. Marlene. Okay. Marlene. There was yeah. nothing. Marlene. She just to put it down, and she put it down. I don't know if you heard our fun question with that marshmallow. There was nothing cringing about that. That was just all. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, yo, my phone was breaking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was breaking up. Yeah, no, we I can hear you, Nick. We were can... breaking up a little bit when you took the marshmallow. <laughs> I, of course it did. We're going to let you slide this thing. But just know, next time you come in the chat room, you got to be, you got to be ready. Because, you know, she always I'm, I'm get ready. these fun questions. And ain't no telling what yeah. avenue she coming down. So you're going to have to be ready. I'm you're going to have I'm... to be like, okay, which way she coming from? Yes. Come on, I'm, I could I could do the blind side. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. I got me a little wine here. So come on, let's check out. Uh oh, he got he got his red cup. and we didn't even ask what was in it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now what if we were sitting here in 2019 and we were talking about your accomplishments because. All authors should be thinking about 2019 right now. 2018 has come and gone in the world of entrepreneurship and in the world of authors. You you should be planning out your books, planning this out, planning that out. By the time you finish planning, you should be all through 2018. So now we're here in, in 2019, and we're talking about the things that you've accomplished and the, the goals that you set um, and that you implemented the things that you've implemented in your career what are some of the things we'll be talking about um i think definitely migrating um first of all into like a web series that's number one and i just really my goal is to keep writing and to keep uh, pushing myself to get to the new york Times bestseller list so if i can get that in like a web series and um a couple other side projects other than just novels. I want to just migrate into other things. I think that's where I'll be mm-hmm. in the 19, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
That sounds good. I, I, I see that you kind of like the, the film avenue. Is that something that you, mm-hmm. you're passionate about? Very much so. I think film more so TV, like the TV drama more so. It seems like that's my my um my passion. That's where I started. Mm-hmm. I used to always sit at home with my mom when I was younger, much younger. I used to watch like the TV shows and like the little drop nighttime dramas and the soap operas. So I think that's where I would love mm-hmm. to be. Like that's my my true lane right there. Movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I would love to do film too. But if I can get like a weekly web series or something to that effect, that'd be more more my speed. Mm-hmm. Well, have you checked, looked into doing like a, a a web series, like a YouTube series? I haven't. I haven't yet. My assistant was talking about that probably about two weeks ago, and we kind of played around with mm-hmm. some ideas. But I haven't decided on it yet. We, you know, but we have to make sure everything is in place. The, the funding and everything mm-hmm. has to be right. That's there. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get some things together. But I definitely, definitely want to migrate there. I think. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> Now, this mm-hmm. is Tony once again. Now, tell us a little bit about this Betrayed. Is that your latest one? Yes, yes, it is. Tony, my latest one, Betrayed. Um, it's about a father. His name is William Majors. Um, he raises his son, Billy, up after the boy's mother dies. His mother dies when he's around five years old, so he decides to raise his son without any interruption. But he just want to be, mm-hmm. you know, be there for his son, raise his son without, you know, any woman trying to come in and be his mother or whatever the case until the boy is grown. So once the boy gets to be a grown man, then, you know, the father, William, decides to look for a wife. So when he finds his mm-hmm. wife, Jennifer, he falls madly in love with her, and eventually Billy falls in love with her too. And then Jennifer kind of, you know, she's she's seeing a young boy. You know, the father is 51 and the son is 21, and she's 30, uh, 36. 34, excuse me. So it's like she sees the young boy, and it's like, you know, he's strapped. I love my husband and everything, but this boy is kind of, you know, I'm having my fantasies and everything about him, and eventually they start a relationship all in the same house. Oh. Yes. You talk a lot of drama. I try. Now, when you decided to set out to to write um, and to to walk in this uh, career as an entrepreneur, because that's what you are, who was your biggest um, supporter in the process? Um, I would have to say, I mean, at first it was just my assistant, Kathy, and myself. And then after that, my family started seeing that I was serious, and my family got to be a major support system for me. And um, my sister and manager, Miranda, her as well. But my family and, and close friends. They even to this day they're still very supportive and they still even when I'm deciding to give up or whatever the case is they're still right there for me. Absolutely. Now our topic today is reset and repeat. You know, and I don't know if you you caught the top of the show, but we talked about how um, a lot of times in life we have a reset period, and that reset period could be uh, because of traumatic experiences, a death, um, somebody dying, you getting ill, just so many things that make you stop whatever you're doing and reset the directions you go into. But a lot of times we stop, we reset, and we go back in the same direction. As an author and as a man, tell us a little bit from the male's point of view about resetting and repeating. I would say, first of all, I think at some point we all have to hit that reset button, and that's exactly what I call it a lot of times. Sometimes whether you flatline and you just completely need to reset or whether, you know, you just want to go in a different direction, you have to hit that reset button, pause for a minute so you don't 
you know, restart the same situation or go down the same path or, you know, continue mm-hmm. the same behavior that led you to the reset button in the first place. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be strong enough to know the difference and also have strength enough to make better choices and, you know, go a different direction so you don't keep doing the same exact thing. So reset and repeat to me just means, you know, you pause, you stop, you know, let me stop this right now before I go any further. I have to stop it for whatever reason. And then I'm making sure that I'm not repeating the same exact thing over and over or repeating it even more than once. You know, just want to move on from it and learn from it, grow from it, and keep going. That's what I, that's my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do have to know where you want to go as well before you Mm-hmm. Start venture out again, right? You know, I, you gotta know, gotta have the strength to go down. You know, know the difference, and then have the strength to do something different. Just have the strength not to keep going on the same path. You have to first of all, you have mm-hmm. to recognize, you know, what the problem or issue is, or why you're even hitting the reset button. You have to know why first and acknowledge it, accept it. Then I think you can move on. And it's up to you which way you go, which way you re, you know if you repeat the same thing or if you you know, go a different direction. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. You listen to this chat. My name is Tony. I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, the one and only Miss Lisa. And we have our guest, Mr. Nick. I want to cringe when I write erotica. Haskins. Um, talking that talk. <laughs> talking that it's talk. True. But <laughs> you like that little spin, Nick? You like that? I do what I do. I like I do that. I'm going to keep that little tagline. <laughs> I do what I can. Now, Nick, this is um, Tony once again. Nat, have you ever had a moment in your journey thus far that you wanted to say, what the hell am I doing? Have you ever had that moment? Yes, a lot of times, especially this last go-around with Betrayed, more so than my other books. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't ready at the time, and it took me so long. I was working on it the whole time, but I, I stopped and 14, or my last book came out in 13, but I stopped everything at 14, and I just felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't ready, even though the book was ready, and the editing looked, you know, looked really good and everything, I just felt like I wasn't ready, but when it came out, I was just like, what am I doing, why am I doing this, but now I'm glad that it is here, and I did bring it out when I did, but definitely this last time, I was just thinking, like, what am I doing, what am, what am I doing, that's all I kept asking mm-hmm. myself, what am I doing and why, but then once I started, mm-hmm. you know, getting readers, um, opinions, and I started reading things online and stuff, I realized why. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that gives you strength to, to want to pick up the pen and write another one? Do you get strength from that, from your readers? Oh, yes. That's what keeps me, for me personally, that's what keeps me going. Like, if I can, and not everything, I had to realize, not everything is going to be good, not everything is going to be five-star, and that's fine, too. You know, all of it. Right. I want to hear all of it because even though it may hurt me, you know, when you say certain things, I do take certain things into consideration. And I will change it, and I will try to work on it. So it definitely keeps me going. That's like one of the only things that keeps me fueled, knowing that I'm able. Something that came out of me is able to, you know, entertain someone else or keep their attention. Someone that doesn't know me, not not like family or friends, but you know, someone mm-hmm. that does nothing about me. I can keep their attention. That right. means everything. And then to hear them say that I kept their attention. That's just all the more better. Mm-hmm. Have that objectivity that they don't have to, you know, that yes man, yes woman, whatever. Mhm, mhm, right, right. My assistant Kathy, she's really good with that. She'll tell me quick, like if something's not right or 
you know, she did not feel it. She'll tell me. And you know, a lot of times, most times, you want everything to be great. So it hurts, but you have to dust yourself off and then just keep going. Just keep going and get stronger. Take you to take the advice or keep doing what you're doing. Maybe tweak it a little bit, or you can just continue to do what you do. But it's up to you. All right. Shout out to Kathy. You keep him, Kathy. You're gonna have to have him not cringe. Can you work on that, Miss Kathy? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> if she, you know what? We got the time wrong. But she was listening. She will tell you. She always brings up that my Jamal book. She'll hold it up in front of everybody. I get to, you know, ready to go up under the podium. But you know. That's her thing. Uh, I think she's listening. Yeah. Kathy, is is that you at That's the uh, 7264? If that's you, just press, press your one. one. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish she was on Thank there. You I, I didn't have no time to Shout out to her. <laughs> Kathy, you on there? <laughs> Shout out to no. her. We, we always need that one person to keep us on the straight and narrow. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Keep yeah. us in order. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> now, so tell us what's ahead for for Nick Caskin. What do you have cooking in your creative cook, kitchen? Um, I'm working on a new novel right now. I haven't really um, decided on a title just yet. This, usually my novels always come to me. Usually the ending comes first and then the title and then the cover and all of that will come. But this one is kind of like chapter by chapter. I'm not really getting – I can't see ahead. I just sit down and I just let it flow. Um, the new one I'm writing is about, um, oh, my goodness, I'm reading text at the same time. I'm sorry. The new one is about a husband and a wife, or a fiancé, I should say. Um, they're about to get married, and the night before, the, the groom does something a little strange, and his new fiancé finds out about it, and she becomes just, you guys are, you guys will read it soon. I don't want to give too much weight because I'm still writing it, so you guys will read it very, very soon. And I'm also trying to get fine distribution and doing a lot of things behind the scenes, trying to get um, – I'm into different stores and things like that. So that's what I'm working on right now. Well, let me say this, Mr. Uh, Cringe. <laughs> when it comes down to your sex scenes, whether there are visual or light, if they're going to be mm-hmm. nasty, let them be nasty or send their ass to Starbucks mm-hmm. for coffee and conversation. <laughs> If they gonna have coffee and conversation, let it just be coffee and conversation. Okay. Okay. I I let it flow. However it come out, I just I never stop it. I never try to restrain it. So sometimes it'll get uh-huh. really nasty, and I'll read it back like two days later, like oh my god. But I let it come so, out. Okay, you know, so now see, it sound like. You write it, you read it back, and then you be like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, and you start thinking about what people going to say, huh? No, it's just not really that. It's just, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. If I read it in other books, it's fine, but when I read it in my book, it's like, okay, where, where are we going here? I, have to, I always have to, I blush and I laugh and I'll be in the book, my room giggling. That's how you know you did the thing. That's how you know you did what you you was like. I did that. You got to have that moment. You got to let those Mm -hmm. things. See, if you were like me and Miss T would love to read them, if you cringing, we'll read them for you, and then we'll just give them to Kathy, and Kathy can just put them in a book, and then you ain't even got to look at it. (laughs) Okay. There you go. There you go. You got it all wrapped up for you in a bowl. See, you ain't even gotta, we, we'll read it. We'll be like, yeah, he did that. We're going to pass it on to Kathy on the download, and Kathy's just going to pass it on right. in the book. And then, right. boom. 
wrapped exactly. up to the paddles. Oh, did I say that? That's a good trade off. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Nick, we so have enjoyed you cringing and all here on Let's Chat. Please don't let this be your last time. You have a home here, but I'm going to give you a, a fun question as you leave the chat room. Now, if okay. you were a piece of candy and you couldn't cringe while you held it, what would you be and why? Oh, probably a Snickers, probably nice and chocolate oh. and, you know, just tastes really, really he good said. all the way down to the wrap, everything, just, just lick your fingers. And I think that's because I'm, I'm chocolate and I'm, I'm I'm sweet. I'm a nice guy. So chocolate and sweet and crunchy and get you in the right spot. That's me. And no snickering. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. No snickering. Only, only <laughs> one I read. That's the only one I read. Okay. Well, Nick, please shout yeah. out your social media handles where they can find your books and anything you have okay. coming up that you would like our listeners to come out and support you with. Okay, absolutely. Um, on all social media, my um, Twitter, I'm on Twitter, Snapchat, um, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all mm-hmm. at I am Nick Haskins. Okay. Let's see what else? I have a website where they can look at my bio and my um, all of my books are there. A nice description and a one click option. It's www.nickhaskinsbooks.com. They can mm-hmm. go there and check me out. And um, as far as anything coming up, I have hopefully another interview coming very soon, but I, I need to get more information on it. I have a couple of interviews. I post everything on my website, so that's like the best okay. way. I always put everything on social media and my website. Okay. Uh, my, my and where can they buy your books? Oh, they can buy my books um, on my website, nickhaskinsbooks.com, or you can go to Amazon. I'm all on Amazon. I have an author page there, a bio, and descriptions of all my books there also. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we have enjoyed having you, Nick. Even though you're cringing, Lisa and I, we're going to get you out of that. We're going to snap <laughs> you out of that, buddy. <laughs> but please come back and visit us anytime. Be You'll be better. Okay. You will find this time. You will find. We're just, we're just messing with you. <laughs> Oh, I know. Next time he come back, he gonna be like, "Yes, I done did my third erotica book." We gonna be like, "What?" Mm-hmm. I know, exactly. right? Exactly. I'm gonna give you the manuscript, and you let me know if it's cool, and I'm gonna release it. There you go, babe. Nick, yeah. thanks so much once again for joining Lisa and I. Like I said, you're welcome back here anytime, cringing and all, buddy. Okay, I will keep it in mind. I do thank you, Miss Tony and Alicia. I really appreciate it, and I'll stop back by soon. <laughs> Absolutely, you are always welcome. All righty, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That was Bye-bye. fun, Alicia. I had fun with yes, him. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I love picking with him, but he's great. He is great. Make sure y'all go out and support this young man. Make sure y'all get y'all one click on. We had the best time, the best time today on mm-hmm. the chat. We got one more guest. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with Mr. Are You With Me, the fabulous J.M. Benjamin. All righty. This is State of Emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do? I'm sorry. Bitches. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Corporate love and hustle, making money hustle, independent. 
first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral. We first to death, we first to death. You can come on. We first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh. Okay, okay. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh. Make it hard for these rappers to breathe Now I'm getting money by the boatload You can read, ain't no caption with these 15 nigga chicks in the mansion New team on the map expansion Why your chick looking at me? She look like Delilah, you look like Samson From the block to the pen to the penthouse Had a bucket, now I pull Ben's out I went from ashy to classy Real diamonds, but yours look glassy Three butt naked women in the hot tub It's a process, get my young jock rub Nine months later, got the game knocked up We don't need help, got the game locked up You thinking that you better than me? You must be on lean like the Tower of Pisa Cause you gon' need an army of ghost riders And you gon' need the power of Jesus I ain't voting for the Trumps or the Clintons Or the propaganda they spittin' I'ma get this money, keep winning. I'ma get this money, keep winning. We first to death, we first to death. You can come on. We first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral. We first to death, we first to death. You can come on. We first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh. Okay, okay. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh.
these last days. I'm so amazed, but I'm not phased. Grandma lying in the grave, heartbroken in the cage. I read through with rage. Will I make the front page? Lonely nights in the day, heartless or spoken. You don't know me, man. Running down the streets, bugging naked with the gun in hand. They trying to kill me, man. The devil chasing me. The dude I grew up with, he pulled the pistol on me. He said, What's that you claim, nigga? I don't gang bang. I'm trying to feed my fam. You only get one chance, but I ain't scared to die. You can let them bullets fly. Make sure you're man enough to look me in my fucking eyes. Black on black shit. Another nigga killed a nigga. But you complain about the white man. But we killin' one another, nigga. Everybody wanna live, but somebody gotta die. Everybody wanna smile, but somebody gotta cry. Everybody wants to breathe, but who's gonna be poor? Everybody want God, but the devil's knocking at the door.